What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We finna talk Thursday night football. Chiefs taking on the Broncos at home. And before we get into that, we gotta talk Monday night football where we saw the Raiders find a way to win against the Packers. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Let us hear your thoughts in the comments section. And I'm Paul Pickle William Concha, and I'm joined with Yeah, I know, man. It's your boy Kev. Water boys and boy. AKA the Dom PYE, always known as the realist on your screen. But hey, Pebble, man, I love the way that you put that. The Raiders found a way to beat the Packers. That's the best way to put that because they definitely joined the fuck out that field goal in the fourth. And I was like, oh, that's over. Nah, but they found a way to do it. They ended the game. Was it interception to close off the close off the game? Uh, it was almost an interception, but uh Yeah, I can't remember if you caught it or not. Not the last play. I don't believe the last play of the game was the interception. This, uh, there was a couple of interceptions on the last drives. Let me see. Because he definitely – he ended up throwing three all day, right? Oh, yeah, no, my He threw one on – yeah, the last drive, he threw one, 40 seconds left, and then they got the ball and kneeled it out. And that was his third one. But he threw another interception a couple – like – he threw an interception two drives prior to that. Score was still the same five minutes into fourth quarter. Yep. Same situation, another interception. So it was like back-to-back um, fucking backbreakers. And then bro was looking with his hands up like, yo, bro, you're not going to call that. Yeah, we called it a pick, homie. But my biggest take on this game is that the Packers, unless they're going against like, uh, the Atlanta Falcons defense or, like, the Panthers defense. Or like, the offense is not going to look great. And that's just because the Falcons, we stopped, we were more run stoppers, and we stopped them in the in the, um, fourth, in our second half. But that, then the offense just can't, doesn't look good against other good, at least decent defenses. And two, Max Crosby is a demon. Like, I was, every time I saw him get back there, I was like, this man's just on demon time every play. He doesn't take a play off. He doesn't chill. He doesn't Which slow down. Stocking because he's a great player, but their pass rush has been non-existent all year. So they were like, I think thirtieth coming into the game on pass rush. So like the that that was kind of shocking. I know like Max Crosby, you're not shocked he gets in the backfield, but like all together their pass rush has been non-existent. And I was like. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Josh Jacobs was running the ball pretty effectively. They were giving him good, like, first half, not so much. Second half, he was running really good. And the Packers could never get down there. So, A.J. AJ Dillon, since Aaron Jones has been hurt, A.J. Dillon is fucking non-existent. Like, they can give him carries. And at number 27, Taylor, he's not it. Him and Jordan Love need to figure out their chemistry or something because they are not messing well. Raiders showed up. I mean, more Packer fans in attendance than Raiders fans for a home game, which isn't too shocking. Packers do travel well, but I was actually shocked. I did, I felt like I seen a lot of Raider fans out there um, from the stands. Devontae Adams didn't do much. I think he had like two catches this game for like thirty yards. But Jacoby Myers took like was the one that's getting it, like, getting the shit done. And uh, they kind of made a good point because some plays he's just he was just covered, and like Jimmy G was making the right read. But then uh, Jimmy G made some bad – like, Jimmy G had a bad game. It don't show it because he only threw one pick, but there was, like, two dropped interceptions that the Packers could have had also. So, like, it was – a all all in all, both teams played horrendous on offense. The the, the Raiders just 
got more drives put together that didn't lead to interceptions. Maybe that's why I like this game so much because you know how I love this defense. It definitely was defense because it, it wasn't like – it was even like both Carlson brothers, the both kickers, the Packers, it, both of them you missed. One going into halftime on the Packers side missed the, uh, like 45, 50-yarder. It wasn't no, like cheap shot. And Daniel Carlson, known for his leg and accuracy, he missed himself like a – I mean, like it was 50-something yarder. But it was 52-yarder 52. to put the game into, towards two possessions late in the fourth, and he wasn't able – it didn't matter, to be honest, but it would have it looked nice on the scoreboard. Hell, yeah. I mean, I thought that was funny that their, their families were there. And then I was watching on the Manning cast, and so I want to say it was Jimmy Kimmel that was asking the question, like, how was it when your parents used to play? But it didn't matter because they played three times and paid and beat him all three times. So no, I really cared. But they did say it was tough. I do want to get back to your point on Devontae Adams, though. Thank God Devontae Adams didn't snap. I was up in fantasy like 138 to like 111. I was projected to lose. Jit had Christian Watson and Devontae Adams. And I'm like, fuck. Devontae Adams back home. Devontae Adams against the Packers in Oakland. Ah, fuck. And then you see Christian Christian Watson almost scored that big-ass fucking touchdown off of that crazy-ass catch. Like, why the fuck was he that wide open? Well, he got one, but he almost had two. Facts. He had himself a game. Yeah, he had had, um, three receptions for 91 yards. You know, I checked that. But, um... He had a good game, but Adams. But Devontae Adams... Jair Alexander has something for that, and I thank God for it because I ended up winning one thirty six, one thirty eight to one twenty five. Yeah, I know he's looking at it like, where Watson did what he had to do. Why couldn't Adams do what he had to do? Bro, I didn't even expect Watson to give me this many points. And I was scared. I I thought he was gonna score. On the, what was it like a seventy one yard play? Yeah, it was big play. Why was he that wide open? It looked like both of the corners went to the flat or something. Yeah, it was a miss, miss, wide open. The corner that was on uh, the the person that was supposed to be the safety when Jordan Love broke pocket was running. He, he was like looking. He was looking down towards the flat, and the safety just thought he was gonna make a big play on it. Like, oh, I'm gonna make a big hit or an interception. You know, uh-huh. he got his mouth wide and open, and he just came forward. Nobody was behind him, and that's where Watson was. And, like, it was an easy, easy touchdown for that one. But they stopped him. They stopped him for the end zone, thank God. But this was a good game. I don't see much. I don't see much from either of those teams. I think Josh McDaniels bought him another week as a coach. But um, that's about it. Yeah, it, McDaniel's a – Jimmy G is not the long-term answer, and I think the more this goes on, the longer they're just going to keep dragging it out. And Jordan mm-hmm. Love with three interceptions. I'm feeling good at, like, every week almost feels like all the quarterbacks I said were bad. Like, Sam Howell I said was bad. He has that one week. I'm like, damn, maybe I was a little wrong. And then all of a sudden, like, Jordan Love I said was bad. He has, like, this uh, a good week last week. Uh, and I'm like, damn, maybe I was a little wrong on Jordan Love. And then they all show me like, nah, nah, like these people, these people are still these people. 
Right. But let's get into the Thursday night game. It should it shouldn't really be a barn burner. This is one of the bigger spreads of the Thursday night primetime games of the year. Ten and a half point favorites at home. Ten and a half. That's a lot of points. Ten and a half points at home. Chiefs are favored to beat the Broncos. What the likelihood of Taylor Swift attending this game, Kev? Um, Travis Kelsey might not play. Was angles well? He came back in the last week's game with the. Oh, so he's straight. Well, he ain't straight, but like he is up in the air this short week. You might want to. It is the Broncos, also. Like this is a game that we should already win. You know, all those things being said, but Travis Kelsey's a a player. You know, he he himself likes to just play ball. Hey, I think Taylor Swift might be that. I give it. I give it sixty over sixty percent chance that she'll be that. I just found it funny that now the Swifties have gone into the argument of turf versus grass <laughs> because he got hurt on a turf field and the Swifties are also now team grass. Like now they're pulling up the science behind it too. I'm team grass as well. But if this, if this is what it takes right here, if Taylor Swift is what it takes to get grass on all these fucking fields, bro, let it be. That would be insane. But how do you think this game's going, Pebble? Absolute ass whooping is about to be put on display, bro. Like, I'm taking the 10 and a half at home. There's nothing – this Broncos defense is absolutely atrocious. Yes, uh, the Jets won on, like, a fumble recovery towards the end. of Russell Wilson once again finds a way to fumble away to win. But other than that touchdown, they let the Jets offense put up 24 points. That's the Jets offense should not be putting up no 24 points. Chicago, 31. Chicago's looking like a world beater after putting the ass whooping on them, too. Dolphins, 70. Washington, <laughs> Washington who just let the Bears beat them, 35 on them. This is all in the last word. That's a 180 points damn near in four weeks of football. Dolphins 70 is crazy. <laughs> yeah, even outside of the 70, 31, 31, 35. And are the Jets, Bears, or Washington and offense, like, yes, the Bears are looking okay, or they just beat the Commanders and the Broncos. Like, we have to take that as stride. But, like, 30-something 30, 30 points to all these teams is atrocious. Whereas the Chiefs, yeah, we didn't see the shootout we wanted to see with the Vikings, and I feel like might leave a sour taste in people's mouth. Like, oh, we didn't get that. Like, we didn't see that crazy game. Blah, blah, blah. But – they put up 41-10 on the Bears, which I'm putting into the same quality caliber as the Broncos. They're not going – they put up 20 against a good Lions defense, 17 against a good Jags defense, 23 against a good Jets defense. Now it's time for let them boys let them nuts hang on the bottom of the barrel. It's like mm-hmm. right, I feel like it's going to be one of those touchdown spree type of games where we see like Sky Moore gets a touchdown, MVS gets a touchdown, Jarek McKinnon, Isaiah Pacheco. We're going to have like four or five people getting a touchdown this game. <laughs> I um, could definitely do that. And the Broncos defense has been slow, looking pretty good. They're not the worst. Like they, the, they, the Vikings only put up 20 against them. The Jets, 20. Bears, 10. Jags nine, like they're playing good defense ever since Jones is back on the field. And I, the Broncos, Russell Wilson fumbled the ball. I think the, the only prop I'll have for this game as of right now, because the book doesn't have the props out yet for me, 
I've got the Russell Wilson anytime interception. I think this is gonna be a game where they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot because of the ass whooping that's gonna be put on them. And then there's gonna be a time for Russell Wilson interception. And I might even go out there and say, take a uh, this isn't an official prop, but just know I've been at go for the Russell Wilson two interceptions in this game. I think this is gonna be a very ugly game. If uh we can't bet on him fumbling, if if I could, I would. Uh, um, I think you summed it up the best. I don't think I think the Chiefs have two ways of going about this. Blow them boys out or make this game stupidly stupidly motherfucking close for no fucking reason. And these motherfuckers have to drive down with like two minutes left to win. That's, keep it. Yeah, because that's some dumb shit that they would do. But we had a, I, I thought that I thought that was a 50-50 thing until you brought up <laughs> how bad is the Broncos defense was. Yeah. Um, if I if I if I, I I'm I'm gonna say it every time, Paul. It's not time to sell, but we're not we're not looking good on our investment in Bronco County. The land is gonna be an all time low come Thursday night. I'm not gonna lie to you, kid. Like. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. We gotta wait because we and gonna lose too much money. <laughs> we're losing money, but it's all worth it to see the silly, stupid face on Sean Payton. I yeah. just, I love watching him, the person who ran away from the Saints dumpster fire, to just hop into a bigger dumpster fire, thinking he was gonna like, oh, there's no way I can make this team any worse. I'm gonna become a hero by doing nothing. I'm just gonna make him a little bit better type shit. And uh, people pulled up the stats of like. Whenever uh, Sean Payton as the coach point differential, I think it's like minus a hundred, like a difference in points right now going into this week six. When Sean Payton was, <laughs> uh, Sean, when Hackett was coach going into week six, the point differential of like minus eleven. They're playing oh, wow. ball games. They're playing. They were in games like these. These were. So for a minus a hundred, that's a drastic difference. So like you can you can call hack it what you wanted to call him, but like you're looking even worse right now. They look stupid. And if it wasn't Sean Payton and the the contract he got, and he's gonna turn shit around, and this is gonna be a, a couple year project, maybe I feel like Sean Payton's got enough power to stay, and Russell Wilson will get the boot. Even though Russell Wilson's playing pretty okay ball, he's not he's not playing as he played last year. Oh, still got the defense was atrocious. Yeah, and that's minus, minus one hundred is insane. But yeah, the yeah, that's the world that they're living in in Denver right now. Champagne's seat should be probably the hottest right now. There should be rumors talking about Champagne should be getting fired if they don't win. If this game isn't even close, but like. That boy is sitting cozy. No, nah, that looks crazy because they just fired the last dude in one year. So, like, they're probably still paying Hackett, too. Oh, they is. Hackett getting two checks right now. <laughs> but we talked Monday Night Football, which it was a sloppy, ugly game. Raiders get they dub. Uh, McDaniel sees uh, lives to see another day as the head coach of the Raiders. Now we got... The yeah Thursday night game catching on Amazon Prime. Chiefs calling it now, ass whooping on the Broncos. Y'all heard it here first. 
But as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Let me hear y'all's thoughts in the comment sections on both the Monday night game and the Thursday night picks. And as always, I'm Paul Pickle, Wendell Contra. I'm joined with Kevin Waterboy, the boy. And if y'all didn't know, but well, now y'all know, motherfuckers.